Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. And cash the ticket. We are on the air. Sort of. It's a podcast that didn't make any damn sense. But away we go. It is week five. I'm with you. College football, Jim Costa, Mike Valeni, fall is, you know, you put this in here. I thought about this. I walked into the office today to tape this pod with you like Vince McMahon coming down the ramp at the WWE. Little strut. Fall, little chill in the air, but not too much. Premium flannel, ready to roll. I am a flannel snob. I love flannel, but good flannel. Not the shit flannel. It's like a terry cloth robe. I, I just walked in focused we've got a hurricane to navigate winning week in college last week which believe me we still got more work to do on that end uh but i'm ready to roll fucking fired up man it does hit different it's october football we are the storm mike we are the storm i don't know if i'd go that far but yes uh real quick if you're not subscribed i don't know what you're doing um and if you're bummed out with college great because we're killing the nfl so just keep the reviews coming we appreciate all of the feedback, and, dude, numbers are really, really good. We're pumped up about it. We've got some exciting sponsorship news for next week. We're, we're, we're taking off, people. All right, are you ready to do this? Best time of the year. Let's do it. Chill in the air, premium flannel, can't lose. Let's party. Lead it off. The board, six games this week. We crammed an extra one in. That's how good the matchups are. the whole damn thing. <laughs> all right, first game, Michigan. Number four in the country, their first road test of the year. They are minus 10.5 at Iowa, where dreams go to die. Big noon Fox kickoff. Yes. And people, when I tell you Jim put a novel on the show sheet, it, it, uh, you can't do the novel, but you can do the novella. Oh. Uh, this is the Costa novella <laughs> about Michigan and Iowa. Take it. I, I wrote, Iowa or pass, it just comes down to I have guts or not. And Mike, I'm happy to report. Guts intact. You're Let's insane. go. You're absolutely Iowa is the play here. You got a young quarterback in his first road game ever. Big knock on J.J. McCarthy, mistake prone. Last week, he had two fumbles and a near red zone pick. Iowa's defense, it's much chronicled. They score points. They score 10 points a game on the season. They only give up five points per game. That's the type of, of challenge that J.J. is going to walk into. And here's the stat on Iowa. Five and one straight up in their last six home games against AP top five foes. Six and oh against the spread. And again, we're betting the spread. We're getting 10 and a half points for Iowa at home. 40% of the bets on Iowa, but 68% of the money. Here's the problem. And again, everything you say is right. I'm not arguing with it. What gives me pause is two things. A, 
watching Iowa, and I've watched two of their games in their entirety. Their offense isn't just bad. I don't want to gloss over that. For people who haven't watched this, when I tell you it's the worst offense in America, it's the worst offense in America. They needed two defensive touchdowns to be Rutgers. You know, what they're doing here is so, like last year's Iowa team, I didn't like the offense, but it wasn't this. Mm -hmm. This is not complimentary football. This is the defense. You're dependent on not only stops, you're dependent on the defense scoring. You're right with J.J. McCarthy, you know, made that real debut against a non-high school last week. A lot of checkdowns. Really weird in the RPO game where opportunities two or three times. DN crashes down. JJ could pull it and go. Didn't. And then the deep shots, we keep hearing about, hey, this kid's got an electric arm. He overcooked everything. I think there were four deep shots. He went 0 for 4. Kinnick's not easy. It's unforgiving. It is. I just, Jim, I'm rooting for you. Believe me. As a guy who does not like U of M, I'm very honest about it. I'm hoping Iowa plays well. I'm hoping I'm not wasting my time. But I cannot, I just can't, with an Iowa team, when I say this, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding you. No, I know. When I tell you I don't know if they'll score a single point against Michigan, that's where well, I get super hesitant. I'm betting on Iowa's defense slash special teams, which are also really good, to score points, like flat out. Like, I need a defensive touchdown or a short field in a gimme red zone rushing touchdown yeah. for this to go home. And I know that sounds like a difficult, risky way to play. It is. But Iowa does this. How about this stat? Phil Parker, he's their D.C., and, and he needs to get out of Iowa and go be a head coach because his defense consistently— Does he want to come to East Lansing? I, exactly. They have forced more interceptions than touchdowns allowed six of the last seven years. Do, do you understand that. that stat? That means, like, they give up 12 passing touchdowns all year and pick off 25 passes. That was last year. And Riley Moss is back, and, and this DeGene guy is making plays. He leads them in interceptions. If J.J. McCarthy gets fast and loose with the ball or does take off and run, which he didn't do enough of last week, he fumbled twice in that game against Maryland. He holds the ball like a loaf of bread. I get it. And I know you're going to tell me if this game is at night, you would feel better about taking Iowa. I gave you that stat about upsets. The majority of those games were not at night. The majority of those games were 3.30 kickoffs. Yes. So It's good work by you. So this is not one of those where you can sit here and go, Jim, I would play it, but it's not at night. No, if you feel strongly about it, play the game. Evan, I don't like his tone. That that felt very insulting, I have to tell you. Well, I knew what you were going to do. You're going to go, oh, if it's at night. I've heard it all week. If it was at night, I'd play it. Actually, I was going to help your point, but if you want to be a prick about it. (laughs) So here's the deal. I I think it is interesting. You know, with Michigan, the the hidden storyline last week was Maryland was having success running the ball. Everyone thinks Maryland and Baby Tua and Rock Jarrett and, and Demas, but they were running it. Michigan is very soft up front. Now, one thing Iowa won't stop doing is running it. Now, they don't do it with any great degree of efficiency. No. However, would it be beyond the beyond to say they average three and a half yards a carry? Oh, that'd be great. I'd love And that. they go on nine-minute drive? I, it's possible. Again. I think, I look, if I had to play it, you put a gun to my head. I'd be with you on it. I just, there are games I like better. You're playing Iowa plus 10 and a half? Yes. Okay. Go Hawkeyes. Number seven, Kentucky. Getting six and a half as they travel to the Grove to take on number 14, Ole Miss. I, full disclosure to the people, I'm very partial to Ole Miss. You've been there. been there. I have tailgated at the Grove. And they're wearing special helmets that a super rich donor designed this week. The tree life helmets or whatever they are. Look. Here's what I'll tell you. For me, I don't think Kentucky has faced an offense like this. 
And yes, Kentucky's physical. Yes, Chris Rodriguez back off the mystery suspension. They're, they're star running back. But when you show me Ole Miss at home laying the six and a half, you know you're getting an offensive advantage with Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting with Ole Miss's ground game. I know the passing game isn't where they want. No, but they're running the ball. They're, and here's the thing. You want a stat? Mark Stoops' career on the road in the SEC West, 0-10. That's insane. That's a crazy stat. So I, I'm leaning into the Rebs here. I like the, I, the six and a half. It is... They are enticing you to try to bet Kentucky here. And I respect Stoops. I respect what Kentucky's done. And they are physical. But I just feel like this is an Ole Miss spot. So I, I, I'm I'm going Rebels here laying the six and a half. I think your head's in the right spot. So Chris Rodriguez in the run game. I think the big matchup isn't what Ole Miss does offensively. I think it's what they do defensively. They're getting after the quarterback this season. 13 sacks from that front. And I know the level of competition isn't great, but they're top 10 in yards per play defense. So if they win the, the line of scrimmage, they're going to get to Will Levis, who's been sacked 16 times on the season. Which is, that's a concern. That's an incredibly high number, by the way. Yeah, through four games, that's four a game. And again, Kentucky's played max schools half the time. Yeah, and what I do like is you get a home team. And by the way, I know you don't associate Ole Miss with rushing uh, success. Yeah. Number four rushing attack in America. Lane is super uh, diverse. And, 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 and look, he's willing to do it whatever way you need to do it. Yep. I think if he had his druthers. They'd be thrown at 50 yeah, times Dart, a game. Dart had been the player they thought he'd be. Yeah, and obviously, guys, I'm not. you know this. I'm not huge on favorites. I'm not huge laying six and a half. But this is kind of now we're getting into the data portion of the year. We've seen these teams enough. You, you Okay, what's this team traditionally road conference? I, I, I think the Vaught is going to be a madhouse. I, I'm, I'm going Rebels laying the six and a half. I'm going to lean, like you said, with the last pick. Just got better stuff I want to pick this week. I have no, there's no sweat. This is a deep card. This next one is all you, man. You're the heartbreak kid. This is your squad. Arkansas just broke your heart. I saw your soul leave your body when the ball <laughs> doinked off the upright. Please, this is this is your time. This is this would have been the game day game if not for a, a doink off of an upright. This would have been top 10 Arkansas hosting Alabama. Instead, it's number 20 Arkansas getting 17 and a half against the number two Crimson Tide 330 CBS. This would be the game of the day. Still might be. And I, initially, I'm torn because it is Bama, and you don't want to pick against Bama. But I don't know that this is Bama-Bama. Does that make sense? Totally. So then I consider last year's a seven-point game in Tuscaloosa. Arkansas should be 4-0. K.J. Jefferson has played every bit as well as Bryce Young through the first four games Except this when season. he tried to go Superman from the uh, five-yard line. Uh, there's what that. do you think it was, Walter Payton? Uh, there's that. Arkansas leads the country in sacks and TFLs. They're getting a ton of points at home. And then I started digging even deeper. Bryce Young, since he took over last year and this year, he's taken his Crimson Tide into true road environments five times. Four of them decided by three points or less. They're averaging 10 penalties a game. Oh, I like that. 10 penalties a game when they go on to true road environments. And what did they do at Texas? They had about 20. Meltdown, 15 of them. 16 of them might have been. So I go Arkansas in this game, plus 17 and the hook. And I just, I know it's Bama. Mike, I would hate myself if I don't play this game because I've been high on the Hogs all year. I feel like they were the better team last week, should be 4-0. I'll let them get penalized by Vegas, and I'll capitalize. So so it's Hogs plus 17.5. First of all, I love this Bryce Young stat you dug up. That's really good research. That's really interesting. And I do think this number's inflated. Um, Honestly, it should be 13.5. It should be – but this is a – you're getting – I hate saying the word value. Like, what's the value if I take a losing bet? But look, man – Arkansas could be down by 24 late. 
Their secondary scares the hell out of me. You know this. But Bama doesn't have the receivers of the past either. Right, but they do and have Bryce. But they do have Bryce. And he's going to be hit. 17 half's a good number. I'm not knocking it. They could be down 24 in the fourth, and you're still in the happy. You still have the exactly. chance to be in the happy zone. I know. Um, plus, this is your team, man. Come on. This is. If you take this and they cover, the show open next week has to be a woo pig suey from you. And I need it <laughs> from the is, heart. Yeah, man. Like, this, these are your boys, and they cost you money last week. Let's go get your money. Can I bring up to the teams that they have played close on the road in the last year? Because it's not like a who's who. It was a bad Florida team last year who ended up firing their coach, Texas A&M quarterback by Zach Calzada. Um, who's now a backup at Auburn. Right. Uh, they blew out. Uh, Mississippi State, they played Auburn tight, and they just played Texas tight. I mean, this this is not a team that has traveled well Jim, over the last year. Go get your money. Okay. Okay? Just walk over to the curb. Go get your money. It's right there. Perfect. You do it. I am not betting against Nick Saban. Okay. Uh, next one. I, I empty out all of that, and you still won't bet it. Listen. <laughs> Pouring out my heart and soul. I, Mike's I, like, Saban's on the other side. Next. What's your next game? Yeah, but like all, all I'm doing is being your service dog. I know, I know, I know. I you know. think you're bringing that dog on a fucking plane? Like he's going to help you unpack? He's there to look up at you and keep you calm or yeah, whatever make sure it is. I don't get hit by traffic. Right, I'm just here to help you. <laughs> all right, this next game. I think this is one we're both going to play. 100%. Oklahoma, number nine in the country, plus one and a half at number 16, Baylor, 330 on Fox. Sick him. Dave Aranda is the most low-energy, boring coach on the planet, but he's a defensive savant. I like Baylor here. Um, look, Baylor's been tested. That's one thing. I mean, they've already gone on the road a couple of times. Uh, they went out to Provo. Yep. I know that was a ball breaker for you. Uh, and then they went to Ames last week, beat Iowa State. That wasn't close. And look, sometimes coaches and schemes, they figure guys out. Now, it's not exclusive, but Spencer Sanders, who cookies doesn't like, I don't like him. Spencer Sanders had 12 turnovers all of last season for Oklahoma State. Seven came in the two matchups against Baylor. Regular season, Big 12 title. Dave Aranda knows what's up. I don't trust this Oklahoma State team. I haven't trusted them since opening night when they gave up half a hundred to Jim's rat-ass school. Uh, they haven't played anybody. That Arizona State team is trash. Mm -hmm. I feel like number nine being a dog at number 16, that Bale, dude, what is it, McLean Stadium or whatever? Mm -hmm. that, it that, is. That it's place a, is going to be a zoo. All the kids running across the field for that ridiculous liability insurance cost problem where they run to get their seats and kids get trampled. I'm, I'm taking Baylor here. I, I don't love Shapin. I don't love Baylor's offense. But I think Aranda knows what's up with Spencer Sanders. And when when the pressure's on, Sanders will give you the ball. And or am I just completely undervaluing no, no, the post? I'm with you, but let me just throw this out there. Just anything to the fact that they get two weeks to prepare. Yes, Yes, there is. Okay. I, I, I can't argue that. Because that was the only thing that caused me to hesitate. I agree with everything you said, the Sanders stat. Seven interceptions in the two meetings. Only one touchdown pass, too. So it's not like, oh. And I went back and looked at these picks. They were pressured. Wait, wait you, you're doing film study yes. from last year. Yes. I watched the Big 12 title game highlights again this last week. This is the stuff I do. I don't. I was looking back, and only one of them was a tip drill. Evie the other even, three Evie, were Evie legit. I can't even look you in the eyes right now. <laughs> you know what else I realized too watching it? This shaping guy's a cool customer. I know he's not a great quarterback, but he found ways under pressure to find guys, even if it's shallow intermediate stuff. He got 11 different receivers involved last week on the road in Ames. And while I don't think Iowa State's good, that's not a place people just walk in no. and coast. And I really feel like 
Baylor coasted in that game. I mean, they well, were in complete control. The anatomy of that game, and I don't want to take too much time in it. First of all, I think it was the third or fourth snap of the game. Baylor gets their start. or No, it was Iowa State. Iowa State lost their starting safety. Good player. Um, there were also, I think Iowa State took a penalty on a field goal attempt by Baylor that gave Baylor a first down and led to a touchdown. So B- Baylor kind of got a few breaks there. Okay. No, but it's, look, you go on the road, you, make you win breaks. games. What do we know about Oklahoma State? Well, we know their D-line is for real. Very good. And 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 they've got a couple NFL dudes up there. But beyond that. But Baylor's strength, too, is the trenches. Baylor brought right. back their D-line and their best offensive linemen. So I think it's Here's another great stat good by you. Full credit to the Costa Research Institute. Yeah. Spencer Sanders, 3-10. Three, and ten three versus, touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Right. Baylor, Texas, OU. So when he plays the real good Big 12 teams. News team unite, Baylor minus one and a half. Perfect. All, All right, do next it. game. These these next two on our board are hurricane zone watch areas, right? I mean, we're talking about a hurricane that's coming midweek that is going to have fallout, rainfall, all Basically, up and down the it's coast. it's supposed to hit the west coast of Florida, Tampa area tonight, which we're Wednesday morning taping, and then kind of glide up the coast into the Carolinas and leave a lot of residual rain and, and problems. But this, Florida State administrators say they are playing this game. Yep. It is at Doe Campbell. Uh, it's a 3.30 kick on ABC. Right now it looks like 85 degrees, 22% chance of rain, 10 to 15 mile an hour wind. But a lot can change between Wednesday and today. Here's what I'll tell you. The worse the forecast gets, the more I like Florida State. So it's Wake Forest plus six and a half is the spread we have, time of taping. And again, this thing could get weird based on how the weather looks. Yeah. But you like Florida State. I like Florida State because, A, I I know how bad they've been for five years, and I know how bad it started with Mike Norvell. I think they're different. I think they're a different team. I think that they have learned how to win. I think there's a confidence. There's a bit of a swagger. Um, And it's, it's, it's one of these deals where, Dylan Travis is a kid. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, I'm sorry. He started out as a kid who couldn't throw the ball, and yep. he was just this trinket. He's actually become a really good passer. Their wide receivers are legit, Johnny Wilson and company. Um, I, I think this is a program game, and I know I get I get seduced into stuff like this. No, it's a program game for Mike Norvell. It because is. Because a lot of that fan base was ready for him to go. Uh, a lot of that fan base has been screaming for, for you know. Neon Dion. Yeah, Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. This is a program game. You're going to be at home. Um, you know, God willing that, that hurricane doesn't go nuts and, and people, this is going to be a full house. Look, man, wake force can't run it and wake. This is basically set up situationally. Wake goes home game, super bowl, Clemson, double OT heartbreak. Yeah. Um, but here's the hidden storyline. They allowed DJ Uyunglele to get off and carve them apart. And I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. I can't do that. You tell me now, you got to get up off the mat, go on the road. Florida State basically had a bye week last week against a very poor BC team. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting two of their best D linemen in, in verse and love it to be back this week. They treated last week as a rest week. You know what you get offensively. You know Mike Norvell is going to scheme up that run game. And Wake cannot run it. They do not run it. And if the weather is inclement at all, I think that hurts Wake more than Florida State. Yep. And the line came out. I can't lie to you. The line actually influenced me. Whoa, these two teams are pretty close, and one team's flipping a TD. It's like, yeah, like we always talk about, Bobby and Laguna Beach is probably betting Wake. 
I, I love FSU here. I, I'm taking Florida State. I, it's a Norvell program game. Come on. So I'm not willing to go that far because I'm not going to anoint God the FSU program based on what they do in this game. I think we're going to find it. out. Hold on. You want to buy Norvell? We'll buy Norvell after he plays Wake, NC State, and Clemson back well, to no, back to back. that's when we're betting against them. Oh, okay. That's not how this works. <laughs> so, that's not how this works at all. So you're on the right side of the key number. It's the home team. They benefit from the weather. You've convinced me. I'm going to play Florida State. I initially was a lean on this. Let's go. Yes. I'm going to play FSU. Peer pressure rocks. And, and, and file them away for a parlay later in the episode because I love them as a just a home money line throw in a, a three or four leg deal. Oh. Okay. On to the next. This, this, is the, this is the game of the weekend. This is the game day game. It's the top 10 matchup. NC State plus six and a half at number five. Clemson, 730 ABC. And yes, this is the game that should be most impacted by the hurricane. And you're thinking, wait, Mike said it's going to hit the west side of Florida. Yeah, on Wednesday, Thursday, by the time Saturday hits, those storms will have made their way into Clemson. Here's the weather as of now, time of taping. It's expected to be in the 60s, maybe down to the 50s by nighttime. Fall weather. 84% chance of rain, 12-mile-an-hour wind, and winds as high as 18 on Friday, so if weather's off by a few hours, you could end up dealing with nearly 20-mile-an-hour winds on Saturday night. How does it impact the way you want to play this? I think a lot of this is kind of what you did with Bama and Arkansas, and I look at NC State. They haven't been impressive offensively. Should have lost to ECU, America's Pirates, in week one. But defensively, they are legit. They've been legit. I know we all love the sizzle and the sex appeal of offense. Jim, nobody messed up DJ Uyunglele more than NC State last year. This is his worst game. Yeah, exactly. And when I look at NC State, if you're going to go on the road and do this, you're doing it with defense. Let's face it. You're not going to Clemson and going to light the world on fire. Inclement weather. When I stack these two teams up, the over-under is plummeting. It's 39 and a half time of tape. Okay. So here's here's a rule in betting. It's not exclude. If this were exclusive, none of us would work. But if you've got an over-under, a total that is 40 or under, and you've got an underdog of anything close to a touchdown or more, if you're betting the game, you take the dog. Now, that doesn't mean this will hit. It doesn't mean it will work every week. But over the course of time, that is the side. So I think I've got the better defense. I really was – I was in disbelief at how bad the Clemson secondary was last week. We know what they are up front. That secondary was unreal. Um, I'm going to go with the Wolfpack. I wish it were seven, but I still think six and a half here in the mix. I I think this is going to be a tight game a defensive game, and I'm getting a touchdown. It's a very basic number play for me, and I think NC State's D, nobody pays attention. So some of what you said is true, but I came to the complete opposite conclusion. Oh, shit. We're on the opposite side of this? Yeah, yeah, we're opposite sides. This is Death Valley Saturday night. This is not an easy environment to go into. What's Clemson's issue on defense? The secondary. Oh, well, good thing it's going to be pouring rain. Mm. Doesn't that benefit the team that's got the better front? Doesn't mm-hmm. that benefit Clemson? And while mm-hmm. you said it's a number play, you aren't getting the touchdown. You are getting under a touchdown. So if I'm Clemson, I got to cover just the touchdown. And there's also a law out there. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Any game that Fowler and Herbie call is a blowout. Is a blowout. So ask yourself, who's more likely to blow who out? Clemson at home, Death Valley at night in the rain with a quarterback who can move or NC State, who has the front to get to DJ, 
but I haven't been impressed with Leary this year. Have you? Their quarterback. He got all the hype coming into the season, no. had a fantastic year in 2021. He has looked pedestrian against the Power 5 teams they've played this season. He was not good in the opener against ECU, and he wasn't very good against Texas Tech. And that was a home game at no, I night. Agree. Look, a lot of this is just based on NC State's dominance over this team last year. Yep, they and won frankly, it. frankly, I'm not impressed. Double OT 27-21. You heard me right. Very low-scoring game. But, Jim, I don't trust DJ. And if you want to knock Leary, But I DJ looked good last week, and I know you're going to say Wake. and you're, And you're right, but some of the ball placement. Some of the throws he made, were those are NFL throws. Whether there's a defense out there from Wake Forest or a defense out there from the 49ers, yeah. like those are NFL throws. I never root against you, buddy, but we're going to be on the opposite okay. side of this one. And look, it, it, this is the deal. Nobody likes angry gambling guy. No. I will tip my cap and go, Jimmy, you got the best of me on this one. I just, I'm sticking with the defense. I'm sticking with the result. And I think NC State has got a real toughness about him, a chip on their shoulder. They don't mind a grimy game. You want to put a sweatshirt on it? Oh, hell yeah. You want to do that? Yeah, so I got, I got a Clemson. Yeah. I, but I don't like Dabo. Can I, like? Wait, so you want to do a sweatshirt <laughs> game, and then you get an auxiliary sweatshirt? Yeah, I get, like, a sweatshirt to be named later in the trade. So then I don't have to make it an NC State sweatshirt. Correct. Just sweatshirt for sweatshirt. Sweatshirt for sweatshirt. Pick a cool college team you want if you win. I'm in. Okay. Yes. Done and done. Sweatshirt game between us. We're still betting our money, though. Yes. All right, don't ask me to not bet this game. I can't bear it. All right, go to the next one. No, we're going to the best of the rest now. Those are the big six. Now we go to the best of the rest, which has a settled. Oh, God, I love this game. Help me. Settled on a Friday night. Okay, you love this game. I love this game. Can we acknowledge what a colossal failure it is from the Pac-12? This is 4-0 Washington, number 15 in the country. Minus three at 4-0 UCLA. It's buried Friday night, 1030 ESPN. Yep. They failed. Like, this is a great matchup. It's the two best offenses in the Pac-12 by yardage. Yep. This could be a thriller, and half of America is going to be asleep before the second half. And you know the other problem, too? The, the Pac-12, there's such a failing. Look at last weekend. U- USC and Oregon State is your big game. It's on the Pac-12 network, which a lot of America does not have. Yeah. Here's my view on this one. And, look, I get it. Everyone's making fun of UCLA, rightfully so, because their, their attendance, it, it looks like Kent State. But if we look at the actual football, A, you know what I know. Washington, first road game, at night, in conference, okay. That, that's new. It's, it's nice playing in Husky Stadium. It's comforting. It is. It's, it's, a, it's like a comfortable pair of casual shoes. But that automatically scares me. Then you factor in. Chip Kelly never has cared about non-conference games. Ever. Ever. Go look throughout his career. The, the, he is all about conference play. And I know they had a very scary afternoon against South Alabama. But you know what Chip Kelly's got this year besides a veteran QB and DTR? Mm -hmm. A great ground game. Charbonnet. They might have the best defense in the Pac-12. You think so? They might. So here's my thing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm getting a, ho- I'm getting a home dog, getting three. A Washington team that has been told how beautiful they are, how pretty they are, how good they are. Mike Penix for Heisman. Mm -hmm. And now you go on the road and UCLA is going to bring it on both sides of the ball. This, Hey, I get it. Home dogs last week when we did the Thursday night double, it blew up in our face. I'm riding right back into it. I'm taking UCLA. I'm taking the points. There's a big difference in where we went wrong last week versus what we're backing this week. Because I'm with you. I'm with you on UCLA. They can score. Like we we both backed VT last week. They can't score. I mean that that was already going to be a tough. Mistakes were made. Fine. Mistakes were made. But I think this is you a little remind different. Remind me about Georgia uh, okay, State too. Fine, fine. Mistakes were made. Wasn't going to bring them up. But here we go. <laughs> the two things Washington has done well to start the year: Penix slicing and dicing, which is a concern I have in this game. I'm not as high on the Bruin defense as you. But the other side of things, they're pressuring the quarterback. They basically killed McKee last week. DTR is a different dude at quarterback. Fifth-year starter. I didn't say fifth-year senior. I said fifth-year starting. That doesn't happen in sports. It's part of the COVID deal. He's seen it all. He's a dual-threat guy who knows what Chip Kelly wants, and he's been pressured, let me get this right, 37 times this year. Sacked three. So bring your pressure, but you better stay in your lanes or he's going to kill you. At home, I like UCLA. And here's the other thing. Why do we think Washington is so special? Because they drilled Michigan State? Michigan State's no good. So, no, you just have to, you know, look, 
I get it if you like UW. I get it if you tell me they're going to win the Pac-12 or they're USC's biggest threat. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm taking the three points. I'm taking the home team. I'm taking a defense that I think is real, and I'm with Jimmy on this. My man, having that quarterback that can match up with Penix, mm-hmm. you know, Washington's not going to face that most times. I- I'm taking UCLA here. Old chip in the visor. All right, let's go to the next one. It's Saturday noon, number 18, Oklahoma, minus six and a half at your TCU Horned Frogs. I love them. I can't do it. No, I can't. No, I can't. This is if um, Oklahoma had won last week, would you do it? Yes. How sick is that? How? how well, cause somebody already sprung the trap on him. Yeah. But Oklahoma, you know, I had a stat for you is Oklahoma has lost back to back games once since 1999 once. So automatically I'm betting a dog who by the trend can't win. I love TCU. It's the Spike Dykes factor. I got my boy Max Duggan back in the saddle. I know there were some injuries that led mm-hmm. him back there, but he's been awesome. I think he's leading the country in QB efficiency. They got an elite wideout core. I can't do it, man. Like, I just, the six and a half bothers me. This is something I'm not going to bullshit people. Like, I will be home watching and live if I can grab a number I like. I just... Oklahoma scores in the opening drive oh, of the game. Oh boy, that yeah. could be a dream. You see a little home and a team half with out yeah there. double digits, but I I can't do it, and I just feel like there's a little bounce back here for OU, and I don't love the numbers, so I'm gonna leave it alone. But yeah, Jim, this took everything in my power. You talked about it. We were doing the Monday recap episode. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, if I was if I was hotter, I'd bet this is one where if my, if I were red hot in college, yes, this would have made my sheet. See, because if I was going to play it, I'd go Oklahoma, but I'm not going to BS people. Like, I don't have some super strong read on this. Oklahoma owns this series. They've won eight straight. Both quarterbacks have yet to throw a pick, which could make for, like, a really fun noon on the couch watching this game. But the reason I would lean Oklahoma, they're more explosive and they have the better defense. But I don't have, like, a strong – I'm not going to pound the table for either no, side. No, I'm going to tell you something. Oklahoma has gone through major lulls. I didn't like the way they played against Kent State. Obviously, you couldn't have liked the way they played at home last week against K-State. And Dylan Gabriel, look, for all of the exploits and how good he can be, I haven't been wowed by him. I didn't feel like, oh, my God, this is their – I just feel like I got to pass. You can't play every game, which leads us to an absolutely horrific matchup, but yet I might play it. Navy getting 14 as they travel to the United States Air Force Academy. Now, look, I told you starting the year, Air Force is a pet team. Air Force is a team I know. I feel like you get an advantage when you watch games, and we had them last week. They drilled Nevada. Nice job there. We've done a good job betting Air Force this year. Here's my concern. Having watched the game, uh, their quarterback, Ezekiel Daniels, is a really good player. He is hurt actively. Now, he's playing through it. He was in and out of that game last week and constantly grabbing at his shoulders, putting his hand up underneath his pad, They were reticent to do QB run with him. Um, I love Air Force, but here's your problem. This is the Commander-in-Chief series where Service Academy, Service Academy. When you get Service Academies together, and these over-unders, for instance, this over-under now is down to what? 30, I want to double check on this. Hold on. This over-under sits at 37 and a half, and you got a 14-point dog. It's the dog or pass. I love Air Force. I mean, Brad Roberts, the fullback they've got, is a beast. Um, 
And they got the, 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 the other kid, John Lee Nystrom, or whatever the hell his name is. He's a wing back. He's good. But look, Navy's a tale of two, two, two deals. They looked like the most inept football team in America the first two weeks of the season. They lost at home to Delaware, 14-7. They went on the road and beat ECU. They beat them head up, and they beat them in OT. And I look at this, and I go, Jim, it's ugly. It is nasty. It's ugly. But 37 and a half. Can Navy score 10 points? 10, yeah. 10 points. It's it's option ball versus option ball. I think if you're betting a game, you go with the underdog here. You don't have to. We try to give you – you know, it's funny. I read um, – I was looking at the Apple podcast stuff, and I saw a review, and it's like the, they they say that it's picks, but there's it's lean, 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 lean. It's like, no, no, listen. Let me try this again with you. We're each offering seven or eight picks a week. Some weeks Jim's offered you nine or ten. I think, I, yeah, I had a double-digit week early. I'm not going to give you a pick on every game. That's a road to nowhere. Yeah, and ultimately – First of all, if you're just going to play what we're going to play, God bless. But you should be using some of your own discernment in these games. 100%. So, I mean, we give you where we would play. If you're like, if you listen to this and you're an Oklahoma fan, and you're a Sooner through and through, and you're going to bet every game they play. Uh, cool. I'm not going to play every game Oklahoma's going to play. No. But I'm going to try to give you a lean or a, a, some kind of info to help inform the pick. But. No, I mean, if they people expect us to pick 20 college games every no. week, that's insane. No, I'm not going to touch the total there. Um, I'm going to take Navy getting the 14, though. Um, I, 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 I wish I knew if Hazik Daniels was full go or not. Again, they handled it very strange. Army does it the same thing with their quarterbacks. Guys, getting information on injuries with service academies is you may as well get the launch codes. So, for me, I take the 14, I plug my nose, show me a 23-10 final, and we win. Yeah, I mean, I, I had this on here for you. A lot of points, option football, same deal. I, yeah, I, I, I respect that. I appreciate that you put the shittiest game of the week on here just for me. <laughs> no, about, this next one might be. Talk about a poo-poo platter. This next one might be. And I, I think this is interesting because you stumbled into this when you were looking at the Navy stuff. East Carolina minus eight at South Florida. This yeah. game is at 2.30 ESPN+. Plus. It's been moved. I guess it's not at South Florida. It's no, they're at moving FAU. Coral it's Coral Gables. Boca Raton. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. What, what, who cares? Whatever suburb of, of Miami. Miami. Yeah. Okay, so you were watching a little bit of the Navy ECU deal. So you tell me what you think of this. Uh, streaming on ESPN+. Plus. Um, well, one, ECU, arguably their best offensive player is Keaton Mitchell, the running back. He, uh, he got hurt early in the game. And then Holton Allers, we love the hefty lefty here on this podcast. However, Holton Allers has a bit of a problem. He makes really bad decisions sometimes. He had a couple of brain freeze interceptions in the game. And honestly, Navy, I was reading, you know, Mike Houston, ECU's head coach, even commented. He goes, they just were able to attack us in the air. And Ken Montalolliolo said it. He goes, look, we don't want to throw the ball first. But if you're going to be aggressive against us, if you're going to try to wreak havoc up front, we're going to do it. They go seven of eight in the air, 150 yards, TD. Look, man, I think ECU is super undervalued. I know it is about winning games. But we bet them in week one against NC State. That was the easiest cover of all time. Um, This is a spot, ECU laying eight to South Florida. South Florida's only win is over Howard. Yeah. Um, I know they gave Florida fits, but how good is Florida? The further we get from the Utah game, how good is Florida? And you're you're laying eight. It's a revenge spot. You know that they feel their season's on the ropes. 
and Keaton Mitchell, bad weather, they can hand that ball off. I'm not telling you it's a play, but what I am telling you is this is the debut of the Jim Costa blowout index. So, I, no, people, we're going to see. Yeah, in I want to see his name in lights. J- explain to people what you're trying to do. So here. I'm workshopping this, and, and this debuting in a hurricane might not be the best That's time why to it's do not it. a play. Okay, but I'm just, I want to file this away. So I started to think about it. If you want to pick someone to cover a big spread, blow somebody out, two factors. Look for teams both in the bottom 25 in pass efficiency, meaning they can't throw the ball to help dig themselves out of a deficit, okay. and they have a putrid run defense, a bottom 25 run defense. Those are the teams that we should be looking for blowouts Who against. qualifies? South Florida qualifies, which is why this is on the radar, and it's against an ECU team that we think can run the ball, should run the ball, could play into it. The other teams on the index, and this will update week to week, Colorado, they play Air Force, so it's not really a tantalizing game. They played Arizona. Or sorry, yeah, they play Arizona, so it's not a tantalizing game. killed by Air Force. Hawaii, who doesn't play this week, but we know they are a team you can blow out. UTEP plays Charlotte, so two bad teams not going to use it this week. UTEP actually, uh, hell, UTEP blew up Boise State last week. Right, but they're still bottom in these two deals. Western's on a bye. Uh, Akron plays Bowling Green, who hasn't looked very good. And then I think it's FIU, New Mexico State, who are both on this list going head-to-head. So I want to update it every week, but there may be a play or two where we go, hey, I could take someone to win by five touchdowns against one of these teams. So we'll keep an eye on it, but those are the teams right now. What's the status of uh, Chris Reynolds uh, of Charlotte? (laughs) Look at him. He wants to play Charlotte now. I do, actually. Um, (laughs) No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First things first. Uh, let me. Can I give the backstory without getting judged? Here? Yeah, go for it. I mentioned to you last week Charlotte getting an assload of points against South Carolina, right? Yep. They were winning the game, and then Chris Reynolds gets hurt. Now the kid's constantly hurt. He got hurt against FAU. The guy he, he gets hurt every ten minutes. But Chris Reynolds is the quarterback. He's he's the he is the the centerpiece of Charlotte football. Mm-hmm. UTEP is laying two and a half to Charlotte. Cross country, is Chris Reynolds playing? I, I don't know. Come, give me a Chris Reynolds update. Come on, I want to this blowout index. I'm fascinated now, because Charlotte would be super, super interesting. Yeah, but isn't Charlotte also in the hurricane zone too? Even better. <laughs> Miners don't work in hurricanes. It, it says Chris Reynolds is active on his bio right now. Take that for what it's worth. What bio? What are you talking about? ESPN has him as active. Green little light. There's no yellow day to day. I anything. want you to file this in. We're not going to make this a play, but there's a very good chance you receive a text from me Saturday night, and it's a minor with a pickaxe, okay? I want you to file away ECU, and I want you to file away Charlotte as our test points okay. for the Jim Costa Easy Bake Oven Blowout Index. Okay. Charlotte plus two and a... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Go to the next game. Quick. Speaking of blowout index, is Michigan State going to be within... 20 points of anybody they play the rest of the season. Couldn't tell you, brother. All Michi- I can tell you is Saturday afternoon in the DMV, 3.30 kick on FS1, 85% chance of rain, 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Uh, baby Tua, uh, Talia Tungavaloya is, is banged up. I know Loxley said game time decision. I know he has said uh, he's good to go. Rock Jarrett was banged up mm-hmm. against Michigan. Don't know his status. The weather can ground any passing game, but I just, Jim, look, here's the bottom line. Michigan State's problems are everywhere, um, even offensively. 
you know, everybody wants to blame just the defense. The offense is wretched. The O-line is horrific. Um, it's more than just Kenneth Walker the third not being there. The O-line sucks. Quarterback right now has got the yips, Peyton Thorne. Bad footwork, bad decision-making, bad O-line, and he's playing hero ball because nobody else can do a goddamn thing. And defensively, Michigan State has had the worst pass defense in America the last year plus. So I could never recommend the 7.5 there. I uh, can't recommend laying the seven and a half. The weather's going to be a fucking mess. I, I, I'm out. I'm so, out. So can you help me understand what the hell's going on here? Like, I learned everything I needed for Michigan State. I'm not telling people to play them or anything. Sure. I'm, I'm trying to understand what's going on here because majority of the bets and 89% of the money are on Michigan State. But the under has gone the other way. The under opened up at 57 and a half. It's up to 60. Bad weather. Everybody knows about the bad weather, yet the over is getting hammered. Right. That's I, I, that's the bizarre one. Okay. Yeah, the can't the spread is whatever it is. You're already, I'm already out here betting on Navy football. Okay. You think I'm going to bet Michigan State, Maryland, where we have bad weather, numbers that don't make sense, an offense and defense whose head is completely up their own, you, you know what? I, I am. You know, out. that's what I was trying to say. Everybody's betting on Michigan State, yet Just they're getting more points. Me, it's bizarre. People, do me a kindness. Allow me to sit down at 3.30 Saturday and just watch my team lose in peace. That's all I want. Next, Iowa State minus three at Kansas. Break this down. Okay. Um, it's an inexplicable lot. First of all, Kansas should be ranked. I think it's embarrassing. It's why I don't respect the AP poll, uh, AP poll or its voters. Um, it's inexplicable that Kansas is a three-point home dog to Iowa State. So let me get it straight. Iowa State loses at home, goes on the road. Now they're favored. All Kansas does is win. Well, now you're turning me on because numbers that don't make sense, I'm all in. I will tell you, Jalen Daniels, if you've missed him, is really maybe the most exciting player in America. It's an awesome story. This kid is like, for our old people out there, Rich Rod, Pat White, West Virginia vibes. Does it all, one man show. I didn't think I was old. Well, I, I try to be respectful, but, you know, I mean, it's... You like, gotta... I remember him. I'm 29 years old. Okay, I'm right, an old okay. man now. All right, I'm just making sure. My point is... Otto Graham. He reminds right. me of Otto Graham. Yeah, slinging Sammy Ball, minus three and a half. So, here's the deal. Ask yourself this. As much of a good story as Kansas is, who have they played? The answer is primarily nobody. Houston Dumpster and West fire. Virginia. Dumpster fire. Right. So, here we go. ISU comes to town. Who's ISU faced? Well, Iowa. They already outgrinded Iowa. They went to war with Baylor. ISU's bringing in the number 14 defense in America. They hold opponents to 2.9 yards per carry, which, man, Kansas is going to come to the line. They're going to run all kinds of pre-snap candy. Mm -hmm. if, you're a, if you're an NFL guy, 49ers, Shanahan, motions and craziness, that's what they do. Iowa State's going to try to take that away. And I do feel like water's got to find its level for Kansas. Look, Lance Leopold is doing an unbelievable job. He will be on everyone's shortlist to be hired. But Iowa State is real. This isn't some horseshit operation. And look, when you look at this last week, ISU loses their one of their best defensive players on the fourth snap of the game from targeting. Uh, bad penalty on a field goal that extended a drive. Hunter Deckers, look, I, I understand everybody talks about Brock Purdy and they lost Brees Hall. They did. The tight end to Charlie Kohler. Hunter Deckers is legit. He's good, man. And I, this spread guides me towards Iowa State. I like the team that's actually played people. And fairy tales always end in one way, in a ditch. Iowa State minus three, I'm playing it. Well, on that note, that's just a great message for you and your children at home. Fairy tales end in a ditch. Mike I don't Polanyi. have kids. I don't right. like them. All right. Just 
File that away. Come on, we're all in the no kid committee here. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, I know, but you just put it so you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Your dreams go to die in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> you know how this is the right play? Because I don't want to play it. Does that make sense? No, but I want to hear more. So Iowa State is such a blah program. They don't do anything. Even last year when they had their great team, they were a letdown. I want to play Kansas with the fun quarterback and Leopold, who's a great coach, or Leipold. I want to bet Kansas, who's 4-0 at home, 4-0 against the spread. I right. want to bet Kansas. Right. I want to. So be Bobby and Malibu. Ride right in. No, I know, but that's how I know it's the wrong play because it's too easy. They were getting three, three and a half, home team, all the good stuff, the feel goods. So I'm not going to hate myself and play Iowa State. I'm just not going to play the game. Aww. I'm just not going to play the game. Evan, I really thought I had him. I really thought I had him. All right, this next one, I, I don't even know if you want to be involved with this, if you even want to utter a, a phrase or two. Cal plus three and a half at Washington State, 530 as we make our way down the I'm going to go to the bathroom. All right, I'm not playing the game other than the under. All right, goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. So here's a little a little blurb on it. Cal can't score, but they do play defense. We need to do Cal games where the over-under is over 50. I think that's a gimme. So we go under 53 and a half, Washington State, Cal. I think it could be a 17-13 game. Mike, you can come back. Michael. Hello. Okay, Mike, you're back. You ready yeah. to pick some games? Yeah, I just, I'm not going to have any part of Cal and Washington <laughs> State, and I figured it was a good time to take a tinkle. I just, the, the point I made to people is Cal games with a 50 do you or higher, leave? you, do you go under. Again? Okay, never mind. Next. next game, <laughs> Nebraska, minus five and a half against Indiana, 730 BTN game in Nebraska. I'm not allowed to bet on Nebraska. Uh, it would be the side I would play. I actually like the over here, 59 and a half. Dude, Basilak at Indiana, they threw the ball 66 times against uh, Cincy last week. All they do is throw. Their defense sucks. Western Kentucky cut them up. We already know Nebraska stinks. Shout out Scott Frost Tombstone. Shout out Mickey Joseph, Ornament of Shame. But Nebraska can sling it. Casey Thompson can sling it. I mean, there could – I'm not exaggerating when I say there could be 90 pass attempts in this game. 90. <laughs> no, seriously. That might be light. No, okay, so I my, know. my point I know. would it's be – Totals, I'm not I'm not big into, but this is a game where I go, all right, I'm not allowed to bet Nebraska, so that's out. The over here struck me as very doable, and Indiana will just keep slinging it. I, I, I'm going to go over 59 and a half. I want to play Nebraska. With the 128th ranked defense? Yeah, so 128th, they've given up 500 yards per game. Oh. including to teams like Northwestern, North Dakota, Georgia Southern, and, oh, and Oklahoma. That'll make a Michigan State fan blush. Two weeks to prepare. They fired their D.C. All week they've talked about simplifying things. It's Indiana. Okay? Can they simplify things enough to win at home at night against Indiana? Win by a touchdown? Thompson throws it all over the yard. But my question is, what's the anatomy of that game? Like, for instance, win by a touchdown. Right. Do you think they win 28-21? Sure. You do. I think they could also win 35-28. Well, that's more my speed, and that's an over. I'm just saying the anatomy, I think if you like Nebraska, you like the over. I I just don't see a situation. I mean, God help me if, if this doesn't go over, but Jim Bolte's defenses are morbid, and the offenses have already shown the, the willingness 
to sling it. You know what you're getting with Casey Thompson. I don't have a problem. With I him. just keep going back to Indiana as our life preserver, and I'm going to bet against him again. Okay. On the road against a team that I trust two weeks to prepare to look no, somewhat no competent. Okay. No stress. Last one, and I don't know if you're playing this one. Arizona State plus 25 and a half at USC. Out. Okay. Blowout spot. It's not in the index, but why can't USC win by four touchdowns? Caleb Williams not going to look shaky two weeks in a row. He comes home. Arizona State is quarterbacked by Emory Jones, who might be the worst passer in all of Power Five football. They get down. It gets ugly. USC picks the ball off, piles on. It's under four touchdowns. Tell me I'm missing something. No, you're you're not. And look, USC, maybe it's a little by low spot. People are terrified yes. because of the Oregon State game. Yes. I'll just tell you, Bray, the defensive coordinator out at out at Oregon State, that was a master class. Great. They don't have the talent, but they were able to, with alignments and pre-snap shifts and some eye candy, really confuse Caleb Williams. And they played fast, they played physical. I think USC got really rattled up front. Mm-hmm. Does Arizona State have the front to do that? Has Arizona State shown any energy about playing football this nope. year? No. I don't hate it, but you know, I know you make fun of me. I'm the guy who doesn't like laying big points. You don't. So I wouldn't. That's why I came up with a index hey, to try hey, to encourage you. I showed personal growth last okay. week laying 24 with Air Force. Come on. I, I am proud of you. All right. All right. You got a parlay? I, I want to hear yours. I, okay. I, I, people and people understand something. I We both well know parlays are bad ideas. We understand that they're not healthy for you. However, fun. many of you have reached out. Many of you with your feedback have said, hey, throw some parlays out there. Well, here's Jim Costa. So four legs, UCLA money line. So we're getting a little bit of juice there. Team we like. Okay. Florida State money line, who I brought up earlier. Oh, I hate touchdown favorites as money line plays. Okay. Baylor money line. Okay. And Oklahoma money line. It's plus 680. I feel good about those four teams winning this weekend. Jim, I got to tell you something, buddy. I think the Florida State-Oklahoma double dip, you're riding into the fire there. Okay. I, here's the deal. Do it better. No, no, because if I if I do parlays, I like to go. I love Moneyline dogs. I don't have a lot of those these week. Like, honestly, UCLA, FSU, Iowa State, Baylor maybe. The Oklahoma one worries me, but if you think they're going to route they're not the not going to lose back-to-back. All right. Okay. So, I, yeah. Plus six. All right. So, give it to the people. UCLA money line. Florida, Florida State, State money, money line. line. Baylor money line. Oklahoma, Oklahoma money plus line. Plus 680. I don't hate it. Okay. And let's see if the people like it. Let's see what happens. I have a feeling the people will like or hate it based on whether it wins. <laughs> Funny right. how that works. So, here's my card. Here's what we're doing. Uh, winning week last week, we tried to just... Grind along and get back to respectability. UCLA getting three. Florida State minus six and a half. Over 59 and a half, Indiana, Nebraska. Iowa State minus three. Navy plus 14. Ole Miss minus six and a half. Baylor minus one and a half. NC State plus six and a half. That's an eight-game card. Probably one or two too many. I admit that. Jim? But you guys don't pick any games. Hold on. Wait a second. It was one guy. Take okay. it easy. I was just making a point. UCLA plus three. Iowa plus 10 and a half. So disappointed you're not doing that. Leave me alone. Arkansas plus 17 and a half. I have to do it. Baylor minus one and a half. FSU minus six and a half. Cal Wazoo under 53 and a half. Nebraska minus five and a half. And the Trojans drop a bomb minus 25 and a half. Why don't we just do a Voltron parlay? Okay. There's three games we both like. Okay. What UCLA three? plus three. Okay. Baylor minus one and a half. Florida State minus six and a half. Straight up. 
I'll plug it in. And then the people who think you suck can just fade away and just go Washington, Okie State, and Wake. But UCLA, Baylor, FSU. And if you wanted to get super aggressive, keep the three points with UCLA, go money line. Baylor minus one and a half, FSU minus six and a half. What's that pay? Three legs, three games we both mutually like. It's the friendship parlay. Sprinkles, flannel, hot chocolate, apple orchard. It's fall. So again, UCLA money line. Yeah. Florida State minus six and a half. Baylor minus one and a half plays. Yeah, what's that pay? Pays plus six seventy-five. So right what I was doing before. Right, but it's three legs. Yeah, one less. Four. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay, so those are the th- the mutual games we like. I want to star these. And that's, I'll, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll mess with it just for fun because I, I really do try to just play the game straight. Um, but the parlays, I don't put them on the pod because it's, it's not, I don't want to steer people towards that. Um, all right, that's it. That's Cash the Ticket College. We come at you tomorrow with the NFL edition. Remember, we got London football. You got to get your, your mimosas and your manmosas and beer mosas out. Uh, we'll get to you. So subscribe, rate, review, do the deal, and we'll keep delivering the content to you. Appreciate you guys listening. Hope you enjoy your weekend, and hopefully, hopefully, it's a winning one. We'll talk to you tomorrow.